Hello, welcome back to Time with Sage. I got my retainers on right now, so if I have a little bit of a lisp, that's why. Anyways, today's episode is gonna is Party Boy. I'm gonna talk about my Party Boy era. We're gonna talk about it, but it's not gonna be like the jolly, fun, lit times. You know what I mean? Because when my party era was my darkest era. Anyway, so let's get right into it. So growing up. I was super against drinking. I was super against smoking, all that, because, like, I grew up, I was, like, raised, you know, to, like, not do no bad things. I was, like, the perfect child, you know? I had straight A's. Well, not straight A's, but I had, like, a good GPA. Graduated with the 4.0. And I had, like, good things going on, whatever. And, like, in high school, I was a cheerleader, and I was captain at that. So, like, I couldn't do... I had to, like, be... I don't know. I had to have a good image. So I just never, like, got into drinking during like my high school era, I would go to parties here and there, but I never would drink and I never would smoke. I was even against like hookah and shit, like bitch, what the fuck? And now I'm like a crackhead. Anyways, um, so I didn't take my first like legit drink until I was like 18. Um, we went to, me and my cousin, we went to one of our friend's house and we just like, we could, we went over to drink. Like we had to go out on our stuff cause we were gonna like sleep over and stuff. It was gonna be like, I don't know about her first time, but it was my first time. Um, getting drunk. I don't know if you remember that, Diana. We went to our friend's house, you know, when we worked together at Sears and shit. And so that was my first time ever drinking, getting drunk. But I was also that was also my first time ever smoking weed. So like my first time ever drinking and smoking, I was crossed, and I bitch, I fucking fell in love with that shit, bitch. It made me feel so good. It made me feel like numb, right? Because like, bitch, I was like, I went through depression and stuff growing up and I had like a lot of anger issues I was literally in anger management when I was in motherfucking motherfucking middle school because you know life just ain't fair sometimes you know but it is what it is so I was like I would go I was going through it whatever and then I started drinking and I started smoking and that's that was like my first time ever doing it and I just found love with it so I just kept doing it and I was like spiraling you know like just kept going like more and more like doing it i would do it like once a month with my friends and then i would get i would start doing it every other week and i started doing it every week and then i would get people and i would start drinking every motherfucking day bitch i was like an actual alcoholic which was not cute bitch i was fucking so at that point i was 18 but then i started getting like really into like heavy heavy drinking and like heavy heavy like smoking and shit when i was in it was in 2019 I was still 18, no, in 2019, I was 19, and then it started off, I remember going to Rocky Point for in March, I think, I went like with some friends, my cousins and stuff, we went to Rocky Point, and I just got like so drunk, I, well, I, you heard me in the other podcast that like I, anytime I go to Rocky Point, I like black out, that's just like it, that's just like what I do, that's what I does when I'm in Rocky Point, but it was like back in the day, like, now it's fun. It's cute. But, like, back in the day, I would do it because I felt like I needed to be drunk, you know? To, like, numb the pain. I was addicted to feeling numb. I wasn't, like... It was just, like, what I would do to avoid my problems, right? So, we start off in Rocket Point, whatever, March 2019. Or maybe it was April. I can't really remember. And when I come back from that, I was just like, fuck, I want to keep drinking. Like, what the fuck? Like... Why am I the only one popping my pussy, right? No, like, this is not, that's not funny, but, like, 
I just really like wanted to drink all the time. And so I started throwing parties, right? I threw my ever first party. I can't even remember the date, but it was sometime in April when I first threw my party and I would rent out houses and just throw these like big ass parties. Do you guys remember anybody remembers me from 2019 and you guys went to my parties? Like they were lit as fuck. Like everybody had a good time. Like it was like a, a fun time for everybody, but not for me, bitch. Like for me, I was like, like I said, I felt like I needed to get drunk to like avoid my shit. Like I just did not want to feel that thing. So I would fucking get blacked out every single time I would throw a fucking party. I would spend all my money, bitch. I was like maxing out all maxing out all my credit cards because I just did not give a fuck about my life, dude. I just wanted to fucking drink and fucking let the alcohol kill me. There's a song is Atraves del Vaso. Um, and they say in the song, oh, how does it go? Yo quisiera morirme de una buena peda. Something like that. Yo quisiera morirme de una Something like that. Yeah. And that's what the fuck I wanted, bitch. I literally wanted to fucking die because, and like, I wanted alcohol to be my excuse, you know? Because I didn't want to like kill myself because I didn't want to put my family through that. But if alcohol, if I had alcohol poisoning or something like that, like, oh, well, it was alcohol. I went out like in a good way and I didn't give a fuck, bitch. So I was throwing parties every other weekend. And if I wasn't throwing a party, I was going to a party. But I was like, I wasn't even fucking 21, dude. Like I would like get people to buy me drinks. I would get people to buy me to buy me beer, buy me bottles. And I, I wouldn't give a fuck. And I would finish these fucking bottles. Like I would not care. And that was back in the day when I would drink vodka. And I would, Svetka, my Swedish, Sweden lover, whatever. I can't drink that shit today because it is like a trigger to me and it just smells so nasty to me now because like it just takes me back to 2019 like it was my darkest era or whatever and I just remember everybody saying like oh I want to be like you like I want to like go to all your parties and this this and that but like in my mind nobody knew because like I didn't I don't I used to not talk about my feelings shit like that but like in my mind like I'm just like bitch no you don't want to be like me like bitch I'm doing this I'm throwing these parties because I need to be drunk or high you know what I mean like but everybody had a good time so that's good for them but like to me bitch I was in the restroom anytime I go to the restroom I was crying bitch wiping off my motherfucking eyes like it was like too much for me now you know what I mean like I'm in a good place now but we're gonna talk about how I'm how I'm in a good place now anyways but like I said I was renting out houses to throw parties at bitch those houses weren't cheap like there were hundreds or whatever and then I would buy the liquor. Well, I wouldn't buy it because I wasn't 21, but I would get people to buy it and then I would pay them and shit. But, like, people didn't know. Like, all my friends didn't know that they were feeding into, like, my uh, vicio. They were feeding into, like, this negative part of me. Like, my, I guess, like, my addiction, right? Like, they, they were, I keep saying, like, I need to stop saying, like, they were f- feeding my addiction. Well, I was letting them feed my addiction, but they didn't know that they were doing it, so... Sorry, guys, you know, well, yeah, yeah, whatever, but it was not the vibe. That was not the vibe at all, and I wasn't just smoking and drinking, like, I was doing the most. I don't know if you guys remember in my past, uh, I was going to say vlog, in my past episode, podcast, whatever, the ho-ho-ho one, where I was like, my body count skyrocketed in the summer. That's because, bitch, I was drunk as fuck, didn't give a fuck who the fuck I was fucking, it was not cute. Like, that's just not cute. And I got into other shit. I was, I didn't get into like too deep. I didn't get too deep in it because I hit rock bottom. But we'll get to that 
and thankfully I did hit rock bottom, but anyways, like I was doing perk 30s, perks were my shit, I was so like in love with those two, but I'm glad I stopped that shit too, but I could have gone, like I said, I could have gone deeper, but I didn't, and I'm blessed that I didn't, and I'm blessed to have hit rock bottom, but we're not there yet, again, like I said, we're not there yet, and this party boy era got to the point where I was getting roofied, bitch, most of, well not most, but some of the club, clubs, what the fuck, some of the parties I would go to, I would get roofied at. And I got, like, really good at spotting the difference and, like, what's a roofie drink and what's not a roofie drink. That's kind of why I stick to beer now because, bitch, I don't want to get roofied no more because that's just, just not the vibe. Like, you wake up the next day and your fucking stomach's fucking hurting. Like, you don't know what the fuck happened, bitch. I remember once I woke up in a fucking closet. <laughs> like, what the f- I mean, it's funny now. No, it's not funny. It's not funny. No, it kind of is. Because, like, that's what the fuck you get for doing all that shit, you know? But, yeah, I would, like, get roofied and shit. And I would, like, not that I would let people, but, like, I just would not care if I were to get roofied. Because, like I said, this is my darkest time of my life, darlings. And, but we're not there there no more. And that's what's really important now. But anyways, I, like I said, I would not care about myself. I would, it sound it's so bad. Like, I talk so much shit about drunk drivers, but I was a hypocrite. Because back in the day, I would not give a fuck if... I was drunk. Well, because I live far as fuck. And all my friends, like, they all live in one area. I live far as shit. I live by motherfucking Cali. Damn near. So I would have to drive my ass home because who else was going to do it? I could have Ubered, but I didn't care at the time, you know? Like, that's so selfish to think of it now. Good thing, God bless, I never got into a car accident or anything. But I just did not care. I remember once I went to a party and my fucking battery died for my car. That was probably a good thing because that night I got so fucking fucked up and I would not have been able to drive back home. But I remember like my battery died and I had at the gas station, I was pumping gas and uh, I just drank my sorrows away. That was like another excuse for me to drink. I, just, I was just looking for like every day. I was just looking for excuses to drink. If I, if, if I wasn't going to a party on the weekends, I was smoking throughout the week at work. Like at work, I had to be high as fuck when I worked at Forever 21 and it just was not the vibe though. What did help stop slow me down was when I started working at the casino because we had to get drug tested and I had to stop smoking for a while and I couldn't drink every day because we would get randoms and when I was brand new I got random like three times so I was like fuck I can't drink and I was just like oh but I remember in June the anniversary is coming up bitch I almost fucking died that's how fucking deep in this shit I was because I went on a I don't know, I want to say it was like a, almost a week bender of just drinking, 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 smoking, drinking, 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 and I just was drinking so much, but I wasn't drinking, I didn't realize that I wasn't drinking water, I was only drinking my vodka shit, my Zvedkas, my the little Mike's, Trulies, I don't think Trulies were out yet, I don't know, but beer, I was just drinking like alcohol, and all that shit. And I wasn't drinking water. I didn't have no electrolytes in me. I didn't have no hydration. I was just drinking my sorrows away. It was like a week bender, I want to say. Maybe four or five days, something like that. And I didn't realize it until that that was night. I don't know if you remember from my other podcast when I was like, oh, I fucked this one guy. And it turned out he had a boyfriend and shit. Yeah, that was that one night. So that weekend after I was on my bender of just fucking drinking and drinking and shit, um, me and Alexia went to go, I went to go pick up Alexia because I was like, bitch, I want to go get tested, right? I want to go get tested for STDs because bitch, I didn't know, like, bitch, I was drunk as fuck. And so 
we went to go get tested. But that morning, I was just feeling so sick. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was just throwing up. I went to the shower. I was just so dizzy. I was like, what the fuck? In my mind, I was like, fuck. I probably, like, maybe I have STD or something. You know? That's why I really wanted to go get tested. But I was, like, going through it. And when I was driving, I was, like, passing out. And I just, like, felt so sick. And I couldn't keep anything down. Like, anything I would eat, I would throw it up. Anything I would drink, I would throw it up. And I was like, what the fuck? And then when we got to Alexia's house... Well, when I got to Alexia's house, uh, shout out to Alexia, I love you, bitch. You're my main bitch. You're my, you will always be my main bitch. Anyways, and so I don't know if you remember this day, Alexia, but I got to her house, and at this point, I my mouth, it felt like I had cotton mouth, but like 10 times, 30 times, motherfucking, like cotton mouth, whatever. And I couldn't even talk. I was like, Alexia. I, she was like so scared because I couldn't talk, and like and nothing could come out. My mouth was so dry. I just like, well, it was just like crazy. I was like, I need you to drive me to the emergency room. Like, I was like, I couldn't drive. I couldn't, like, I knew I was about to pass out. So we drove to the emergency room. I don't know if you guys know in Arizona, if you're from Arizona, you know, Aether and Combat, that little, it's like an urgent care or something like that, right next to the EOS that's there now. She drove me there. Mind you, she didn't have a driver's license. Like, she didn't really know how to drive, but she made sure she was going to get me to this motherfucking urgent care because I was literally dying. And then I get there, gave him my information, gave him my insurance card and shit like that. And then, oh, actually, I don't even know if I had insurance back in the day. But uh, I gave it to her or whatever. And then they put me back in the room. And at this point, I just, I knew I was dying, bitch. Because I just knew it. Like, I just felt my soul leaving my body. I just knew, like, okay, this is it. Like, this is my time. I don't care. Like, it is what it is. Like, I did what I wanted to do, I wanted to die, like, drinking, you know, die in La Peda, right, but, I mean, I wasn't drunk at the moment, but I was drinking all the whole week, that's what the fuck I wanted, and so, I go into the, they finally pull me back, I couldn't even talk to the lady, I think he likes to talk to me, talk for me, like, he's just not feeling good, and whatnot, they take me back, try to put an IV in me, but at this point, we found out, well, I, I found out later, that my organs were shutting down, because, like, my whole body was shutting down because I was dehydrated. I had not drinking water the whole week. And so, I, my whole my body was shutting down. And so, they tried to put the... I, at this point, sorry, I'm, like, all over the place. At this point, I was in the room by myself. Alexia was in the waiting room because they weren't allowing her back in there yet until, like, I was all settled and shit, whatever. And so, the nurse, supposedly, he put the IV in my right arm. But I knew he didn't put it in because I didn't feel anything. Because you can feel... Well, I don't know about you guys, but I can feel when an IV is in me because I feel like I feel like going through my body and shit. And so he put the IV in me, but it wasn't in right because, like I said, my organs were shutting down and my skin was like thick. I don't know if you ever been dehydrated; it's not the vibe, but your skin gets like fucking hard as fuck, like hard, 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 like a rock. And so he didn't even put it to my vein. And so I didn't even care. I was like, I noticed that he didn't put it in wrong. In wrong. He didn't put it in right, but I didn't care. I was just like, whatever. I was just like in the bed, just like, okay, this is my time. This is my time. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then next thing you know, my guardian angel comes in the room. Alexia, shout out to you again. She comes in and I'm like, fuck, I can't die in front of her. I have never told anybody the story. I don't think I've ever told anybody the story. But Alexia, you're my guardian angel, bitch. I'm here this day, today, because of you. I love you so much, bitch. But... She came in, and I was like, fuck, I can't die in front of her, like, what the fuck, that's gonna traumatize her forever, so I was like, fuck, and then 
she noticed that my IV wasn't in right. So then she called the nurse for me. And then they came back in. Well, at this time, it was a, another nurse. It was a guy the first time. And then it was another, a girl nurse that came in. She was like, oh, what the heck? It's not even on right. And then she had to take that out, the needle. It wasn't even fully in. She had to take that shit out and then put it into my left arm. So based on your arm, right? So put your arm in front of you and then put it, like, face up. I don't know how is that is, like, if that makes sense. Anyways, like, in the inner part of my forearm... Where I ha- right now I have like my eyes tattooed there. I mean not my eyes, my mom's eyes tattooed there, in the middle, because she couldn't feel none of my veins. Because like I said, like my, my body was shutting down, my organs were shutting down, so she couldn't feel any of my veins up by my bicep. So she had to find like one in between, in between like your, oh my god, what is this? What the fuck is it called? Your elbow and my wrist, but like the inner part. And she had to find one there. And this bitch had to stab it through. That was the worst pain I've ever fucking felt in my fucking life. Because, like I said, my skin was, like, solid like a rock. The needles weren't going in. And she had to get a thick-ass fucking needle and shove it through there. I fucking screamed. I was Well, I tried not to scream. That was the fucking worst pain I've ever fucking felt in my life. She put it in there. And then she, the IV finally was going through. And then, like, finally I was getting hydrated and shit. But I did, like I said, I did not care. But if it wasn't for Alexia walking into those fucking doors... I would have been fucking dead as fuck right now. But anyways, after that, they did the CAT scan and they found out that I was dehydrated as fuck. My organs were motherfucking shutting down on me. I had an infection in my large intestine, which is your fucking, like, I don't know, big as fuck. And so, like, my stomach was swollen, 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 swollen for, like, a week because it was so infected from all the fucking shit I was drinking and all the fucking things I shouldn't have been doing, uh, you know? And so... They did, like, that CAT scan, and then they gave me, I think they gave me, like, some probiotics or antibiotics. I don't really know. I don't really know the difference and shit, but they were just, they just gave me, like, some shit to, you know, live. But if it wasn't for, like, say, like I said, like, this, I wouldn't be here. But that was my rock bottom. After that, I didn't really learn. Let's be honest. I really didn't. But that was, like, my rock bottom. Oh, excuse me. Oh, my God. Excuse me. That's when I was at my lowest. Like, I did not give a fuck. But guess what? My bitchy Lexia bounced me back up. And so after that, I was still out drinking. But like I said, I was working at the casino and I couldn't drink all the time. I couldn't, I couldn't drink before work. Well, I had, I had after that happened, I didn't drink for a while because I was like, fuck. That was like crazy. And that made me realize like, bitch, I have shit to live for. Like in my mind, when I was in my party boy phase, I didn't have shit to live for. I didn't give a fuck, you know? And so, but then Alexa didn't realize, bitch, you do like her, you know, like there's people that love me and I didn't realize it because I just hated myself so much back in the day. I hated my life. I hated everything. I hated like how badly life treated me and shit. But you know what? It's because that's what the fuck I was attracting by doing all this shit, by drinking every motherfucking day, smoking every fucking day, like not putting my life, not going the right path. I was going down the wrong path. That's why the fuck life, the universe God, whatever it is you believe in, was treating me so bad because that's what the fuck I was giving to the universe. So that's what I was getting in return. I know that now, but like in that moment, I did it. But yeah, after that happened, that was my rock bottom. I was still out drinking, like I said, a little bit, but I didn't, wasn't to the full extent. And then 2020, you know, that's when quarantine happened. And then I had a rev- uh, a spiritual awakening. Literally, that's the only reason why during quarantine, because all you uh, during quarantine, all you had was time to think. And I was just thinking about my life. Like, why the fuck was I so sad in 2019? Why the fuck was I so mad? 
2019. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention that. Um, when I was in my party boy phase, I was the mad drunk. I wasn't like, I, I was fun. You know, I would twerk and stuff because, you know, I'm the party boy. Like, I have to, like, make the party fun, whatever the fuck. But I was a really bad drunk. And I lost a lot of friends because of it. I got into a lot of fights because of it. I got a lot, a lot of arguments because I was a mad drunk. I used the alcohol as an excuse to project my anger onto everybody. And I lost so many fucking friendships. So if we were cool in 2019, in the beginning, but then during my party boy, party boy phase, we're not cool because I was a bitch. I apologize. I sincerely apologize to you because that is not me today. That was me back in the day, but that's not me today. Anyways, I had the spiritual awakening in 2020 and I found the root cause of what the fuck it was that was making me so mad and sad and shit. And then I fixed it and then I fixed my inner child. I healed my inner child and I've just been healing. You know, it's a healing experience. Like I'm just in my, um, right now, I don't know if you guys know Buddhism and stuff, but there's like different, the, um, the noble truths and you, it's about suffering, and then you learn about the cause of suffering, and then you you find out that there's the end of the suffering, and then you, like, do your, like, teaching part in Buddhism and stuff like that. And you, you can teach other people about suffering, how they're, whatever. That's, like, a, maybe that could be, a, like, a different podcast. But right now, I'm in, like, my, I call it my lessons chapter because I'm still learning a lot about my suffering, other people's suffering and whatnot, and I'm also teaching other people and how they can work on them and whatnot but moral of the story is i was a motherfucking alcoholic i should have gone to aa but bitch like i said i was spending all my fucking money on parties and alcohol and drugs and shit so i should have gone to aa but i just knew i can get myself back after i hit rock bottom but if you ever if you feel like you are going down that path of that party boy or party girl, party them. I don't know how to be all inclusive, you know. But um, don't wait until you hit rock bottom because rock bottom is not fucking fun. It was, it was, it was very like a very good learning experience. I learned like a lot and stuff from it, but I just don't recommend it. Don't let yourself get to rock bottom. Let other people help you. Like you really have people that love you. And you really have people that will help you. All you have to do is open up a little bit, and that's what I had to learn to do. Like open up about my problem my sadness my anger whatever the fuck it was i was going through because you just got to open up like don't let yourself get to rock bottom bottom what the fuck bottom because it's not it's just not the vibe and i could say that now i don't drink because i'm sad i don't drink because i'm mad now i just drink because in casual wait is that how you say it? in casual occasions no not in casual like an outing in social outings i only drink in social outings i won't drink I won't open up my motherfucking 1942 and drink it right now before the gym or some shit or smoke a blunt because I'm sad. No, now I can drink without getting drunk. I can do casual drinking and I can do casual smoking because it's just something I just now Now I know I don't need it and I won't let myself go back. You know, I'm not going to backtrack and shit. Maybe I shouldn't be drinking at all because of like my past or whatever, but no, I just know now what how to pace myself i know not to get fucked up not to get in fights when i'm drunk i mean it's inevitable like i might fucking fight somebody at a club because it's a club but it's never now i don't drink because and i don't drink in a negative way now nor do i smoke in a negative way because i would get bad trips when i was like in my sad depressed anger or whatever the fuck 
filled era. I would like get some in bed trips, but no, I don't. Now I just have good ass fucking highs. I have good ass times when I'm drinking. And uh, yeah, it's a vibe now. But like I said, my party boy era was my darkest era. And I did a really good job, in my opinion, hiding it because nobody knew. I don't think anybody knew that. I was sad. That I was mad during that era, throwing these parties. I think people just thought I was like, I was like, oh my God, he's so fun. No, bitch. I was motherfucking depressed and angry at the world. But I was an actor. That's why I was so good at hiding it. But if you do have any friends that seem like they're just the party people, they just have fun, they're so happy, they might be the saddest person, you know. So check in on your people. Don't let your people go down the path that I went down. Don't let yourself go down the path you went down. And everyone will be good, you know. But that's going to be all for today's episode. I got to go to the gym. It's leg day. Yeah, it's like it's BBL day. Back, but no wait, back biceps and legs. Not even forgetting my own fucking workout plan, my split for today. But yeah, that's gonna be all. So I think let's do a little quick update for my. I have like I feel like I have an update every other fucking episode. But my room is finally done. I got my curtains. I got everything done. I just need to get my camera back because my dad took my fucking camera. And once I get my camera back, I can start filming and I'm gonna maybe for the next episode I'm gonna have a guest so we'll see which guest uh, who's gonna be the lucky winner (laughs) and be my first guest on this podcast all right guys bye thank you for listening